This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome again to another episode of The Drop Podcast. I'm going to start the podcast off with just a little bit of very easy trivia. Who was one of the worst teams in the league at the beginning of January? Anyone? That's right, the St. Louis Blues. Who is now the hottest team in the NHL and in third place in the Central Division? Correct, the same answer, the St. Louis Blues. It's been a tale of two seasons, basically. Craig Berube came in taking over for Mike Yo. Didn't look like much of anything had changed. But with this huge 10-game winning streak, I guess you could say things have really turned around here for the Blues. They've dominated most teams in those wins. Their defense is strong. Jordan Bennington's come up and just played lights out. Jake Allen, in his last two starts, has faced over 75 shots and won both games. One of them in that overtime game I had just mentioned where Tarasenko scored the winning goal, and then the shutout in Colorado, 3 to nothing. This team's just rolling. And besides the D in goaltending, the forwards are really looking good. That Shin, Tarasenko, O'Reilly line has just been dominating. Tarasenko is now on a 12-game point streak. O'Reilly scoring, getting assist. Shin's playing well. That line with Maroon, Sanford, and Sunquist has looked really, really good. Robert Thomas has looked good. Jay Bomeister has just looked great. You can't say a lot of bad things about this team. Even though they got two power play goals in this game, their power play really concerns me. It's not very good at all, and they must improve on that. And as you guys have always heard me say, if you have a weakness, it's going to get exploited, and it's going to show up big time in the playoffs. So the Blues really need to shore that up. Let's go ahead and get to the highlights of this game. I think a lot of us thought that the Blues would come out and be a little bit sluggish after playing in that thin air in Denver, but in all actuality, they look like the team that had the day's rest. The power play was the key to getting the Blues off on the right foot. Thomas again in a four-man scrum, stepping away. O'Reilly got it on over. Score! Tarasenko! A power play goal, and it's one nothing. Boy, what a play by Ryan O'Reilly. Retrieval of a puck along the boards. It's a two-on-two. He's going to come out of it. He's going to find it, pull it out, get to the middle, and here comes Tarasenko and the worst guy on the ice. If you're the Minnesota Wild to get that puck. Yeah, and the Wild roll on one side of the ice. And how quickly O'Reilly was able to get off that wall and get to an open space. And, boy, what an easy goal for Tarasenko with how hot he's been. What work by O'Reilly to give the Blues a one nothing lead. It still gets me how some of these teams leave players wide open, especially star players. The Blues did it against Patrick Laine at the beginning of the season when he scored four goals. He didn't even know how he got open. The key to this goal was the hard work on the boards by Thomas and then O'Reilly. He fights for the puck with several wild players, comes out of it with the puck, and here comes a streaking Tarasenko, and he puts it in the net. The Blues get a power play goal, and they're up one to nothing. That goal by Tarasenko would be his 26th of the year. O'Reilly with that hard work and pass 
gets his 38th assist. And Thomas, with just as much hard work as O'Reilly had, gets his 15th assist. This goal was at 5 minutes and 8 seconds in. And after that, the Blues really dominated this first period. The Wild, after that first goal, just looked like somebody had killed their puppy. And sorry for those PETA people out there. But that's what it looked like. And it didn't get any better. With 30 seconds left in the first period, the Blues were on another power play. And Tarasenko would return the favor by getting a pass to O'Reilly, who put it in the net for his 22nd goal of the year. Did not get possession until just now. Then back to Petrangelo, then over to Tarasenko, then on to O'Reilly. O'Reilly scores! Again, some marvelous passing, but this time it's O'Reilly from Tarasenko. Another power play goal, 2-0. Well, some terrific passing here by the St. Louis Blues. And you heard Bruce Boudreau talk about it. Stay out of the box. That's the most important thing. They didn't do it. And put St. Louis on the power play and just some fantastic work to win battles and then the cross-seam play. When that puck goes east-west, that's when the trouble starts. What a finish by O'Reilly. Well, that's exactly what ends up happening, Bush. Back, patience. Stalock comes way out. And he just holds on to that puck a second, and it goes top shelf. Excellent puck movement on that power play, just as they had on the previous goal. O'Reilly to Petrangelo to Tarasenko, back to O'Reilly. No doubt about it. He's not going to miss that opportunity. The goal by O'Reilly would be his 22nd of the year. Tarasenko gets his 24th assist. Petrangelo gets his 17th assist. Power play goal. We head into the second period with the Blues up 2 to nothing. The Blues outshot the Wild 11-5 in the first and really dominated them. Going into the second period, the domination would continue. 7 minutes 27 seconds in, the youngster Vince Dunn gets his eighth goal of the year to put the Blues up three to nothing. Anticipation by Shen, laid it ahead, Petrangelo in a two-on-one, he's got Schwartz, dropped it on back for a shot, score! Done! And it's three to nothing in favor of the Blues. All-around solid kill here by the Blues. No chances for the Minnesota Wild. Beautiful feed to Petrangelo by Shen. And then the rest is history, a three-on-one with a beautiful shot through pattern to make it three uh three nothing well we talked about it bush the defenseman jumping in for the st louis blues the quick exit shen to petrangelo who was in the penalty box moves this puck back three on one lots of room on Staylock there and done all he had to do was hit the net and that puck was going to end up in the back of the net great exit by shen the forward up to the defenseman petrangelo and he passes to his partner. A great pass from Shen out of the zone to Petrangelo. Petrangelo brings it into the offensive side over the blue line. He's got three choices. He can shoot it, he can pass it to Schwartz, or he can pass it to the streaking defenseman Dunn, who puts it in goal, and the Blues are up three to nothing. I think Stalock thought he was either going to shoot it or pass it to Schwartz. I don't think Stalock expected Dunn to come into the play at all. That goal by Dunn, as I said, would be his eighth. Petrangelo gets his 18th assist. And that great pass out of the D zone from Shin to Petrangelo, he gets his 28th assist of the year. Seven minutes, 27 seconds in, the Blues are up three to nothing. I feel bad for Minnesota fans. I know a lot of Blues fans are going to say, why would you do that? This wild team at this point reminded me a lot of the Blues at the beginning of the season. Heads down not really into the game, 
maybe now and again showing a little bit of life. But you could just tell there's something wrong with this team. The fans know it. Bruce Boudreaux knows it. Doesn't want to admit it. It's just so evident to anybody watching the Wild. The Blues were not done scoring. They continued to put the pressure on in the second period. And Shin, who had that great pass to Petrangelo on Dunn's goal, he gets his own goal. It's 11th of the year. 12 minutes, 6 seconds in. The Blues are up 4 to nothing in the second period. Shot by Beteto was off the mark. Now brought back on by Shan. Shan holds. Tried to feather one through. Did he do it? No signal of a goal yet. I think it went and in. And now yes. the signal has made. Yeah, I think it actually got taken into the net by Sealer. Because Shen went from forehand to backhand, and there really wasn't much of an angle there. As he goes forehand, backhand, Sealer's got it under him and then just carries it right into the back of the net. Ben was thinking about moving that puck over. Stay locked with the poke check. And when it's going good, that puck finds the back of the net. If it's not going well, that puck hits a post and stays out. Well, when you think about the missed opportunity down at the other end for the Wild as well, Boteto missed the net, and that led to that two-on-one rush opportunity for the Blues. When things are going well for you, they go very well for you. That goal by Shin, just hard work heading towards the net. He puts it on the net. It goes underneath Sealer. He slides right into the goal and puts it in his own goal. That goal by Shin would be his 11th of the year. Tarasenko gets his second assist of the game, third point of the game. The Blues are up four to nothing, and that's the way the game would end. Was a little concerned in the third period when the Blues kept getting penalties and kept giving the Wild an opportunity to at least to try to get back in the game. Jordan Bennington stood tall, and the penalty kill was very good on those power play opportunities for the Wild. Let's go ahead and head to the stats of the game. The Wild outshot the Blues by 131-30. The Blues won the faceoff battle 60-40%. to The Blues were 2-for-6 on the power play. I'll take 33% on the power play any day. The Wild did have five opportunities, and I'd really like to see the Blues cut down on that, but the Wild were 0-for-5. The Wild outhit the Blues 28-14, to but the Blues outblocked the Wild 14-13. to Let's head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from the hot net miner Bennington and Ryan O'Reilly, and then, of course, Coach Craig Berube. Uh, good timing. Um, we're playing well every game. We're, we're having great starts, and that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game. So hopefully we can uh, continue our success here. Have you ever at any level been, been part of a team that's been this hot? I mean, t- ten in a row, that ties a franchise record. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe back in the day or um, juniors or something, but I'm, you know, it's definitely fun. Yeah. Any one or I'm sure you've been asked about maybe one or two things making this happen, other than good goaltending. Uh, we're we're playing dif- disciplined and selfless, and uh, it's really showing. You know, we're having a great time playing with each other and for each other, and I think that's important for a team uh, down the stretch here, especially. Quite the way to set the record too, getting the shutout. It's a third shutout for this team in a row. I mean, talk about that, the guys in front of you helping you out, or everyone's seeing the too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's. That's pretty good. I think everyone's happy as a team for that, and that just shows how good we're playing as a team. And, um, you know, I think it's fun to be a Bruce fan right now. You know, I think we've been making adjustments and have been getting the bounces, but, you know, we've been working and, and working at it and just wanted to go out there and get the momentum and get our game going. And, 
you know, it was one of those games that it gave us a spark. You know, I thought they outplayed us in that first bit and getting that goal in that power play, you know, gave us some confidence and kind of gave us the, you know, the feel of the game back. And it's, you know, that's it. That's what you need for the power play. It's got to be able to step up at times and, and give you the spark and momentum. I guess you had uh, some five on threes and extended power play time in the second. I guess you'd maybe like to get one or two out of that. Time. Yeah, that was kind of our first first time. I think our first or second look at a five on three, and. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, we had some good chance. A couple of sticks broke and hit a post. Would have been nice to, you know, to bury that and really put them away. But, you know, we've got some video. It's something we'll obviously address and get ready if that happens again. Uh, you've been setting up Vladdy uh, a lot lately. Nice for him to send one back your way. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. But that's the thing with him. He's, you know, find him early there. His shot's so dangerous that, you know, some guys overcommit to it and it just opens up plays. And obviously, he made a great, great pass across and just tried to get it through the net. But, um, yeah, it's good. It's you know we're playing good hockey right now. That line together has been nothing short of phenomenal. I mean, seven points today, forty-four points, or something like that in the streak. What is it? I mean, you guys just really clicking and kind of in the right groove. I mean, I'm sure wins help as well. Yeah, I think uh, you know, it took us you know a little while to kind of find a rhythm, but I think you know as as long as we go out there, we work and you know we're reading off each other well. I feel like you know we get pucks, we we get them back, and. You know, we find each other. Guys are, you know, we have a sense of where each other are going to be, and it's dangerous. We know that we can impact the game when we get out there, and and you know, we're confident. That's you know, we have to be the line that's that's going and leading the charge. Ten in a row, you tie a franchise record. Your your thoughts on making a little bit of history today? You know, players are doing a great job. That's you know, that's they're they're going out and executing every night and playing hard and uh, doing the right things. Your, your defense has been so good during the streak and even before that. Any couple things that maybe contributed to the turnaround? Well, I, I think that it, it's everybody, you know. The, the defense is doing a great job. Um, obviously, they, you know, they're, they're big guys getting in the way and good sticks and, you know, defending well. The forwards are coming back and doing a good job and the goalies are stopping the puck. I mean, it's, it's everybody on the ice. It's not just, you know, one or two players. It's, it's everybody buying into doing a good job defensively. Did, did, excuse me. Did you know coming in it was going to take a while to build that when you, when you took over? Well, I think when I took over, just overall, it, it's, it takes a little bit of time to get the confidence and believe in what you're trying to do, uh, you know, the whole team. And that's what takes a little bit of time sometimes. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, right now they're, they're, they bought in and they're all doing a good job. And I think we're all on the same page. And when you're all on the same page and, and uh, working for each other and playing for each other, good things happen. You mentioned it is a full team effort, but you can't overlook what Tarasenko's really meant to the team, especially during the streak. Well, he's our scorer. You know, we all know that, and he scores goals. And he's, you know, it's not—he's not just scoring goals. If you watch closely, he's working hard and doing a lot of good things, and and uh, that's contributing to scoring too. So he's—he's he's doing a good job. How about that line in general? Really, I mean, the points and the way that they're clicking and, and getting the offense yeah, going. They've been really, really good. Um, you know, they, they work hard, all three of them, and they got good chemistry, and, you know, they work together, and you got a sniper on the line that's scoring right now. One thing that hasn't been working lately is a power play, and then you come out and you get two in the first period. How happy were you, were you to see that? And also, has Thomas added a little bit to that first unit since you put him on there? Well, he definitely has added. He's, uh, he's, he's a good player. Uh, you know, great vision and puck skills, but... Uh, yeah, that was huge. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't think our first period was all, overall great. I thought it was a little bit sloppy with the puck and the power play. You know, contributed two goals. That was a big lift for us. Uh, 
I think it was three or four penalties, maybe the last four penalties of the game were on, on, on you guys. Is that a little concern that that's maybe a bad habit, or did you think maybe it was just going to even out after the way it was called in the second? A little of both. Okay. Yeah. How great was it for Jordan to get this eighth straight victory and set his own little yeah, personal I mean, record? Yeah, both goalies have done a great job during this streak, uh, you know, and he was huge again tonight. Like, he did, he made some big saves at, at the right time for us, and, uh, you know, as did Jake Allen the other night against Colorado. Do you know what I love about this team? And I know you guys get sick of hearing me say this. They're not satisfied at where they're at. Yeah, when they were playing bad, of course they're not going to be satisfied. Nobody's going to be. But winning 10 games in a row and they still want more. That shows me that this group has grown on the ice. They've grown in the locker room. And whatever issues they had at the beginning of the year, they've either put them aside or they fixed them. Because I don't see a team right now, if the Blues play the way they're playing, that can beat this team. They're playing that good. And they're not being all stuffy and they're not being all stuck up about it. Like, look at us. We won 10 games in a row. They're very businesslike. Yes, we won 10 games in a row. It's nice to see. We've got more work to do. They're not patting themselves on the back. Bennington's done a great job, but he's not sitting there touting himself. He's touting the rest of the team, the defense. He's touted Jake Allen. He's just touting everybody. Ryan O'Reilly's such a big team player which I am so happy to see. I've got some people that worked with the Sabres that told me that he can be a problem in the locker room. They had issues with him in Buffalo. I was a little concerned about it, not much, because I know how some of that stuff can be. When I seen his first interview with the media in St. Louis, I knew this guy was special. I could tell he was a hard worker and that all those rumors about him having issues in the locker room were not substantiated. He has proven he's a team player. He works hard every night. The guy was working his butt off when the rest of the team some nights was not showing up. Himself, Schwartz, Sheehan, those guys just showed up every single night. And they're still showing up every single night. And it's paying off for the Blues. If they continue to play well and get into the playoffs, and they continue the strong D, supporting their goaltender, not letting a lot of sustained pressure on them, timely scoring, getting great goaltending from Jordan Bennington and Jake Allen. This team's going to be hard to beat in the playoffs. I'm just hoping that they haven't peaked a little too early because sometimes you can do that. I'm not knocking it. I just hope that they can continue this top-level play for the rest of the year. There's been a lot of talk going on in social media about how Jordan Bennington should get votes for Rookie of the Year and how Craig Berube, based on his start now, should be Coach of the Year. I want you guys to start thinking about that. Because I'm going to go over those topics and a lot of other stuff with Sarah George from BluesRants.com this week. We're going to get together and she's going to give me her thoughts on those topics. So guys, be thinking about that. If you want to direct message me, give me your opinion on those topics. If you want to just tweet, let me know what you think. If you want to send me an email, by all means do that. I want to thank everybody for joining me once more. I do this for all the fans of the NHL and the Blues. Until next time. Stay healthy, stay happy, and just like the Blues, keep winning in life, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. 
You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.